Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, best-selling author and CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. And you are listening to the High Impact Coaching Podcast, the podcast for coaches by coaches and designed to help coaches build and scale profitable coaching businesses so that they can get to the people around the world that really need them. On this podcast, you're going to have everything from tactics, live tactics and strategies. You're going to have motivational content. You're going to have interviews with the top experts in the world in different spaces to help you grow and scale your business and get to the thousands of people that need you. It's our belief that coaches are at the front of the spear when it comes to world change. And we want to make sure that you have all the resources that you need to get to the people that really need you. So that being said, if you need our help in any way, shape or form, feel free to go to Zan xanderfryer.com. We've got tons of other resources and support at xanderfryer.com. If you want to join our free Facebook community with thousands of other six-figure, multiple six-figure, and seven-figure coaches, you can go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help in the short term, coaching you one-on-one or mentoring you one-on-one to scale your coaching business to six figures in the next 90 days or taking it to seven figures over the next 12 months, go ahead and check out a couple of our programs at xanderfryer.com forward slash programs and feel free to set up a quick 15-minute call with our team to see what we can dig into, find what's not working in your business, and see how we can help you scale to that next level. Other than that, I'll see you in the next episode. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching. And I've got Rusty Osborne, the man, the myth, the legend. We're going to be talking about how Rusty went from frontman in a band to a health coach now traveling across America with him and his wife, traveling across America, living in Airbnbs, freedom to do whatever they want, go wherever they want, be with whoever they want. Rusty, welcome to the show. Really excited to dig in. How you doing, man? Doing fantastic, man. Life is so good. How are yeah, you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, dude. I'm doing well. I'm doing my best to live your life. Me and Maddie are heading to Hawaii <laughs> this week. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that. But just talk to me a little bit about like, what was it? It was like three months ago or two months ago where you guys made the decision. You're like, I'm making enough money now. You guys are averaging you know, somewhere around four 2K clients a month. So it's not like you're making 50K a month. You're making enough so that like you and Nikki can just travel the US. You've got consistency in your business. You're going to be able to do all the things you want to do. Talk to me about what you're, the life you're living right now. I want to live by before we dig into the backstory so basically it's all sunshine and rainbows and it's beautiful you know (laughs) so what happened was let me kind of paint a picture where we're at right now we got we decided to drive to salt lake city a few days ago yeah we booked an airbnb on a whim here we were looking at austin and just like no that sounds kind of far let's go there (laughs) that was it that was the whole decision you were in like i saw you a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever yeah san diego (laughs) yeah right so you guys were planning on going to austin then you're just like now we're going to salt lake city yeah just sounded fun we wanted to get north before it got too cold and then we'll go to austin later and then we'll head to chicago to visit my family we'll go to we've got a bunch of clients in the south so we'll go visit them you know that's awesome what what are they give me the lay down what are the other cities on the list talk to me about the other cities on this list so the list as of right now the exact plan is we have zero plan this is the only city <laughs> we have nothing else booked there is no other real plan touche man touche <laughs> it's a great it's plan Sanders. it's, it's all plan. about freedom yeah okay that's awesome so so rusty living the life no plan no plan rusty is what we're going to call you from now on so no plan rusty Obviously, your business has not always been out where it's at right now. I want to go back to even before you started the business. You're a front man in a band. I've heard you play. You're phenomenal. That voice is an angel. It's great. Thank Talk you. to me about like what led from you, like front man in a band, to wanting to become a health coach. Yeah. So 
right now you see me, I'm like a lean dude. I'm into fitness. I'm into eating yeah. healthy, man. I love like avocados are the best, we, right? We talk about lifting heavy and avocados and all sorts yeah. of fun. Yeah. So the version of Rusty before that was like, I can drink more whiskey than you. I could eat more tacos than you. I was a taco champion, man. Like <laughs> I could do anything that was ingesting like foods or alcohols. I could do more than anybody. Oh right? man. But that led to obesity and, and, like losing instruments because I was so drunk and the hungover mornings and all, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and that's, you know, you, that's like the life for a lot of musicians. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is I saw it in myself. I saw it in my bandmates. I saw it in other musicians that we're all doing this to ourselves. Yeah. And when I finally was like, man, I've had enough, like I hit rock bottom enough times yeah. to finally change. I realized what life could be like if you got your shit together, <laughs> honestly. And, and I want that for other people, especially yeah. the musicians that I help. You know, I, I've been in the industry long enough to see it over and over. Yeah. I needed help. They need help. So, so before we get into your journey, I think you hit on something really important here that I don't want to pass up. Um, it's this idea, and, and obviously we talk about this in high impact coaching all the time, this idea that like for somebody to change, they have to hit a rock bottom right? Like, and, and so many people in the coaching space know this because the reason they got into coaching to begin with is because they hit some form of rock bottom like you did. So t talk to me about that. Like, talk to me about like you having to hit this rock bottom and, and how you see this with other musicians. Yeah. I wish I could say it was one rock bottom. You know? yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom and then you have to bounce a couple of times before mm -hmm. you realize, oh shit, I'm on rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the, the first one that really hit me was, uh, me and my buddy were going to hike from Canada to Mexico. And on day two, I'm watching him fall down a 3,000 foot mountain. I think he's going to die. Jeez. And then he literally hits rock bottom of like yeah. skidding on some granite rocks. And that's when I realized I was too fat and, and sick to help him out. Like I couldn't make oh, it down man. safely to help him. So thankfully, there were other people nearby. They helped. We got past that. Right. Wow. So I decided to start getting healthy and I'm now in a good band. I got a good relationship. Things are all right. And then I, as I'm getting into fitness, hit another rock bottom where I injure myself after running ultra marathons. Yeah. Right. And I just get so drunk because I'm so pissed off that I lose a bass guitar. I do all sorts of just stupid things that I don't uh, think I should say <laughs> on a live stream. Honestly. Fair enough. We know you that know. you did some stupid shit. <laughs> stupid, stupid things. And uh, that was another one. So I fixed, okay, fixed nutrition, learn how to do this and that um, to learn how to live healthy. But yeah. then there's another rock bottom of once again, uh, too drunk with my musician friends too many times. I've got to make a change. I see it happening to them. I've got to help them. Yeah. So, so this keeps happening in this pattern of recognizing that I'm in a stupid spot again. Yeah. Thank God I can realize that it's my fault by now <laughs> and yeah. I can change yeah. it. Right. And that was the, probably the tipping point was that last major one where it was like, no, 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 no. I'm doing this to myself. Yeah. This isn't I'm, their fault. I'm, I'm recognizing each time, but I'm still coming back for, for a beating like yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we limit ourselves all the time and we're going to hit these moments and we're going to hit these things. Uh, and they're all, they're all learning experiences as long as yeah. you actually take that. I was, was going to say, sometimes, sometimes we need to have the same learning experience multiple times until we actually mm -hmm. take the lesson. We're willing to take the lesson, right? Yeah. Sometimes we push back on the lesson or we refuse the lesson and then eventually we actually take it, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. So obviously these rock bottoms, multiple rock bottoms cause you to get into the coaching space.
so you decide to become a health coach. Uh, talk to me how, about how that went when you first started off as a health coach. Like, <laughs> uh, what? It's, it's so important because I think there's so many coaches out there that are like, I, I want everybody to realize like we've all made the same stupid mistakes that every starting health coach has, right? Like every single coach, whether you're a life coach, health coach, fitness coach, business coach, relationship coach, every single coach makes the same stupid mistakes, right? Yeah. Like what, what, what were they for you? Um, not knowing what to charge, not knowing how to get clients. Yeah. The first thing I did was I posted on Instagram, like, Hey, I'm a health coach. Who wants help? <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, I, I got clients. That was pretty cool. Like, yeah. From one post, I got like three clients. I was going to say, at least you were willing you know? to put it out there. Yeah. Right. So many, it's, it's so funny. Like I, I, uh, I talk to people, they're like, yeah, you know, like I'm a fitness coach and I post a picture of like my shaker bottle by some weights. I'm expecting people like, that's how people are going to reach out to me and ask for help. It's like, well, at least you said, Hey, I'm a health coach. Does anybody want help? Yeah. <laughs> right. And that was the day that I decided to do it too. I just yeah. did that, which was out of the norm for me. I was never a, a risk taker like that, you know, yeah, like, that's risky. But you know, that was, but it was still charging, you know, I was charging 40 bucks a month, then 60. And then I got yeah. one for like 200 a month. I was like, yeah, man, I'm making it. Yeah. <laughs> and just the, I'd signed up for another coaching course and made me feel good. Like I was making mine through or mindset breakthroughs. And yeah. then I wasn't any further. Yeah. Right? And I did like a group coaching session. That was like my best month at I think it was 1400 bucks. Like, yes, I'm a yeah. success. Yep. And then I went to zero again. You're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, what now? What do I do? Well, it's, it, it's, it's really interesting because you're talking about like the mindset shifts and obviously the mindset shifts are important, right? But they're not everything. And I think that's something, you know, especially like, don't get me wrong. Tony Robbins is great, but Tony Robbins will tell you that it's all mindset. And, and, I like, I personally will argue 99% of it is mindset, but 99% of the mindset is what helps you get the tactical, actionable, strategic stuff. You actually need that, right? You can't have just the mindset and find success. You have to have the tools, you have to have the strategies, you have to have uh, the skills plus the mindset, and then you actually achieve success, right? Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge piece of it too, to, to touch on is you can do all the mindset work in the world, man. But if you don't know how to sell, you're not going to do a damn thing. It's not going to, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah. None. Yeah. You, can, you can't help someone if you can't sell them. And when I was working with $40 a month clients, they had some shifts. Yeah. yeah. A little bit, but a little bit the second you sign someone at 2k, that's the shift and they're ready to do whatever it takes. Yeah. So talk to me, talk to me about that for a second, right? Because I think that right there is a big, it's a big fear for a lot of people, right? It's like, they don't, they don't want to charge that 2K price point specifically for the reason you just mentioned. They actually think like, oh, like, oh, like I'm going to have to deliver more or they're going to think that, uh, you know, they're going to think that uh, um, I'm being salesy or pushy. Like, talk to me about the shifts you had to make to start enrolling 2K clients and why now you actually view that as like, oh my God, there's so much better clients. They're more committed. Like, talk to me about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, honestly, that was the biggest shift was when I, you know, I, I joined with you guys and you said, yeah, you're not going to charge 200 bucks anymore, man. Like, yeah. And that was, that was the most I'd ever gotten. I was so excited about that. And realizing that the people who pay, pay attention. Yeah. You know, and the first client that I had was unbelievable. He came in, he did everything to a T, spot on. I just met with him once a week and said, do this. And he said, got it. See ya and crushed it and, and crushed i had like 
it almost like I had a framework for what to do, but it's not as nearly as built out as it is now. Yeah. Compared to the ones before at the lower price points, I had to work so hard every session to sell them on. No, really, I promise you, if you eat less gluten, you'll feel better. Like really. So, 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 so <laughs> let me, yeah. So, so, so clear this up for me. When you were yeah. charging less, you were working a harder. Oh, way harder. For those same clients. And when you're charging more, you're actually working less. Way less. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's I, I think that's mind blowing to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's yeah. a complete paradigm shift. So right. that, I think that's huge. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of sit in that for a second. Um, what was your biggest, what was your biggest fear when you first started charging 2k for health coaching? All of them, dude. I was so afraid. <laughs> I was so afraid. Yeah. On every level. Yeah. And if you listen back to my sales calls back then, like they were just, <laughs> <laughs> garbage yeah. honestly i did my best i did my best but knowing that i have to say that price was the hardest thing yeah and you could hear it in my voice when i listened back to that cracking yeah like, it's only like 2000. Yeah. so how did you and, how did you overcome that fear how did you just start doing it i just i did it like i had to i had to pony up and on that phone call, I had to be like, you're just going to say this, man. And, and see like, what happens. And see what happens. So, you, you know, I say the price. I click mute and say, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, no, that's totally, totally get why you don't want to pay that much, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, and honestly, I totally get it. My current client, my other clients felt the same way. And I didn't have any other clients that ever felt that way, man. I was like, I felt like a fraud. <laughs> such a fraud, such an idiot, but it served them. Yeah. And I know that I, I ultimately helped them. And every time that I got a no, which I got like 13 no's in a row before I got my first client. Yeah. Every time on those first 13 calls, they all said, thank you. Yeah. They all said, this was really, really helpful. Like this got me that's, really clear on what I need. That's, that's phenomenal. And I want to, I want to hit on that for a second too, because you just, you just hit something that is, is really important. You went 13 no's before you got your first high ticket enrollment. Talk to me, talk to me about that and, and talk to me about how, number one, how difficult that was, but number two, why it was so important. You're, uh, I'm not a stranger to the rock bottom moments, yeah. obviously. Right. And yeah. so I was able to kind of sit in that like, well, man, I've been a failure for a while. Like I can handle this again. Um, which, you know, if anybody out there hasn't really made it to that, made it to the next level before you might understand, but if you're used to succeeding, or at least from my perception, I see a lot of people that are used to succeeding. If you're not used to getting those no's, if you're not used to that, then it's really tough to sit in there. And it's still tough for me. Yeah. But you still have to hear that over and over. And now I still, I've never gone over 13 no's in a row. So I can always say, man, I've had worse. Man, yeah. I've had worse, you know, and, and I get, new clients and even the ones that say no still say thank you and i know that i'm helping them yeah even when they say no and and yeah. just that idea of you've got to get through the crap and you've got to build this skill set but i think to really I, get there I, I think you just hit on two things number one is like not being afraid to hear no's i think one of the biggest reasons that people are afraid to charge high ticket is because they're afraid to hear a no mm -hmm. right like i would rather charge 50 bucks and get 90 to 100% yeses, then charge 5,000 bucks and get 75% noes, but that one yes is worth 10 times all the other money that I would make from yeah. all the other yeses. 
right? Because they just, right. they just don't want to get their feelings hurt, number one. And then number two, you, you, what, one of the things that you just said is like, I have to build this skill set. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that. Like you'd never done sales before. You'd never done marketing before. You came into this and, and you were just a blank slate. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you like, you have to build a skill set and talk to me about that. Cause I think one thing that people forget is like, they see, they see so much crap on Instagram and you're one funnel away and you know, just it's this perfect, simple sales system and you just go do this and all of a sudden it works perfectly. And it does for some people, mm-hmm. but for others, we have to work at it. Yeah. So talk to me about that, like building that skill set Cause I think that's so important for people. Every new venture that you take in life requires new skills. Every yeah. next level you want to get to requires new skills. And I understood this as a musician because every time I wanted to be at the next level in my career, I needed to be a better bass player. I needed to be a better singer. I needed to be a better performer. Now, the, the worst part about that is when I switched to being an entrepreneur, none of those transferred. Yeah. <laughs> none of those yeah. skills transferred except for the performance aspect for my content, right? Yeah. So I can do that. That's killer. Uh, being on a sales call, terrible. It took so much work. You, yeah. I mean, I, you heard some of that, right? It's just yeah. not good, not good at all. It took so much work, uh, learning how to market, learning how to, uh, have a text conversation that would get someone to a phone call, learning how to run a business, learning how to do every one of these requires so much work, not to mention the work that it takes to just sit down at a computer when I'm used to just like surfing and playing guitar. Yeah. You know, just to sit down and do the work this, is its own massive skill set. Yeah, this 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 job or this business, like everybody thinks it's sipping my ties and hanging out on the beach. Yeah. Right. And it's like if you're not willing to do the work that you need to do to actually become a professional, most people treat this treat this business like a fucking hobby. Right. And as soon as you start to treat it like a professional and craft your career, craft your skill set. Be willing to hear some no's. Be willing to take some blows. Hit rock bottom a couple of times. Like, that's really what gets you there, right? Yeah. I Big time. That. Big time. And like you said, being the professional about it. Yeah. You know, even if you're coming from where I was, which is definitely the opposite of the corporate world coming into this, you have to learn to be that professional, right? If you're yeah. coming from the corporate world coming the other way, you might have that perception of, ah, I don't have to be that guy anymore. Like, yeah. Well, you, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> you do. That's, I, I love that you're saying this, right? Because um, one of my one of my buddies posted this a while ago. He's like somebody. He's an entrepreneur, and somebody asked him. They're like, they're like, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you get to work from home and you get to do like do everything on your own schedule and like whatever you want, whenever you want. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, oh man, if I could do that, like I would wake up at noon every day and just eat Cheetos on the couch. <laughs> and my buddy goes, and that's why you're not allowed to do it. Right. Because like as an entrepreneur, like, yeah, I can dictate my schedule. I, nobody's telling me to wake up at 430 in the morning, but I do it. Yep. Right. Like I have to have the discipline to be able to do that. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to be my own boss. Somebody else is going to be my boss. Right. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't mean you can't do it your way. Right. But your way has to uh, lead to success. Has to get the job done. Has to get the job done. I can still surf in the morning when I'm in California. I can go for a run in the park here in the mornings if I want, you know, I get to do whatever the hell I want to. So long as my work gets done. As long as you get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. I think that's, I think that's so incredibly important because I think so many entrepreneurs come into this and they're like, yeah, I, I wanted to start my business so that I, I didn't have to answer to anybody. 
but then they're, they don't have the willpower or the discipline to like actually get the job done. It's like, how much did you get done yesterday? They're like, well, my, my nephew needed somebody to come watch his football game because his parents weren't there. So I went and watched the football game. It's like, the fuck? Like, of course you're not going to succeed if you're not going to actually do the shit that you need to do. Right. I love that, man. Um, so let's keep talking here. You are, so now you're over the last couple of months, you, you're now traveling. You've been in California. You're going to Utah, maybe Austin next, maybe Chicago. Yeah. Um, but like you just mentioned, it's taken you work and building skill sets to get to this point where you can generate consistent leads. You can enroll clients consistently at 2K and you can have the freedom for you and your wife to do whatever the hell you want whenever you, whenever you want. Yeah. What would, what would you say are the three biggest, like, let's call them pillars to your success? Number one would be learning to focus. Just learn. And uh, I'm not a saint in any means when it comes to focus. Yeah. I had to get it. Tattooed I was, was going to say, you got a tattoo. <laughs> you got a tattoo on your arm when you first started working with us. Yeah. The embodiment of non-focus. <laughs> yep. Yep, man, I was stoked if I hit 20 hours a week working in my business, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, focus, focus. I had to literally tattoo it to get it in my brain on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. You know, so that, that's one absolute pillar Yeah. right there. Number two is doing the damn work. <laughs> like, you have to say what is, needs to happen, and then you have to do it. Yeah. Which when you're not focused, that stuff doesn't get done. And so it's taken me a lot longer than it should have, I think. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to focus. So focus and discipline, basically. Yeah. Focus to know what to do, discipline to actually do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And third piece, the third pillar for my success personally is just having a damn good time the most I can. Yeah. Like th this doesn't matter if I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. It does not matter if I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. So I love that, man. I get to be in Utah. It's beautiful. You know, I think that's, I think that's California. so important. I get to travel. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> so important because not every coach wants to build a seven figure business. Not every coach wants to build a multi six figure business, right? Like you and getting clear on what you really want and what's important for you specifically is probably one of the first and most important battles, mm -hmm. right? Because if you can have a, you know, if you can have a, a six figure business, but you get to travel you know, travel the country, do whatever the hell you want and like have complete freedom. Yeah. Like that might be better than building an empire and having, you know, too much complexity in the business and being stuck somewhere for you. Right. Personally, 100%. I want both, but yeah. I'm a, I'm a greedy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I love it. Um, all right. One, one last, actually a couple quick questions for you. One last major okay. question. What's the biggest mistake that you think you made in your business over the last year? Which one do I pick? There's, <laughs> there's a handful. Probably number one is um, not committing to learning to do the work fast yeah. enough. Just really wasting, like, It's like wasting time rather than just like getting to it. Mm -hmm. To learn how to, I actually had to download an app to clock my hours. And realizing that how much, how hard it was to hit 40 hours in a week was so hard for me. Like yeah. Anybody who works normal jobs, like I understand you've got a different life. I, I, mine's weird. All right. Mine's yeah. real weird. So having to learn how to put in the work on my time, me as my own leader was yeah. the biggest mistake that it, I just took way too long to get there. Yeah. 
I love it, man. I think that's, I think that's really powerful. I think there's a lot of people that are going to connect with that because I think getting ourselves to do the work and making sure that we're putting in the time and the effort to build our skill sets, to grow, to make sure that our business is, is where it needs to be so that we don't have to go work for somebody else. Like if we don't develop that skill set, it's never going to work for us. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to focus on your weaknesses sometimes. Yeah. I would never get there if I just focused on being that happy, healthy dude, man. <laughs> like, yeah. That didn't work before. Yeah. Got, I had to focus on my weaknesses. And I, I had to learn how to sell. I had yeah. to learn. I had to learn how to get focused. I had to learn how to get shit done. Yeah. Yep. I love that, man. So last question for you. What's your favorite song to play? My favorite song to play? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Honestly, it's normally whatever gets most people singing or dancing along. Yeah. So, cause I've been a live performer in front of people the whole time. Now, if I'm by myself and I just want to play something for me, I would say probably Colder Weather by Zach Brown Band. Fair enough, sad man. Song. Fair. I love sad, sad songs. Good, sad song. I dig it, brother. I dig it. Yeah. I love it, man. Rusty, where can people find out more about you? You can find me on Instagram is really where I live as far as everything that we do at the yep. Coach Rusty on Instagram. Yeah. And we've got stories and posts a couple few times a day. I've also got my website, rustyosborne.com. And, but really check me out on the coach Rusty. Shoot me a message. If you got any other questions, I'm always glad to help. I love it. I dig it, man. Thank you for hopping on. Really think this one's going to help a lot of people. So let's give it up for Rusty Osborne. For anybody who wants to catch these live, if you're catching this out in podcast land, just go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group to catch these interviews live. And for anybody that wants our help in growing your coaching business, whether you want to build that 50K a month empire, or you just want that six figure business so you can travel America and do whatever the hell you want. Go to xanderfryer.com forward slash programs. We'll make sure that you get the support you need. Thanks again, Rusty. This was amazing. Thanks for having me, Xander. Appreciate it. Awesome.